you are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Washington football with your host of the Locked On Washington football team podcast, David Harrison, Chris Russell is off for today's episode, but we would both like to welcome all of you new listeners and returning listeners to today's episode to the show. If you haven't already, please subscribe or follow whatever the button on your podcast provider says. Rate and review the podcast as well if you can. We do read some of those five-star reviews on the air from time to time. We're going to try to get to one today as well. When Chris and I aren't here at the Locked On Washington football team podcast, you can find Chris over at the Team 980, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, and on the Odyssey app, as well as covering your Washington football team and writing for SI.com. Find me covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the Locked On Bucks podcast, and as well in writing over at BucksNation.com, part of SB Nation. Find Chris on Twitter at russellmania 621 Find me at dharrison82 and find the show at LockedWFTPod. Some good stuff to talk about, some not so good stuff or stuff that we don't really want to talk about coming up on today's episode, but we're going to talk about it anyway because that is what we are here to do, of course, talking all things Washington football. And one of the stories that's been captivating uh, the internet, it's been captivating social media, you're seeing a lot of posts from fans, from media members alike, is the new team name, of course, and surveys being sent out to uh, at least season ticket holders. I'm not sure there might be some other fans also getting these surveys uh, from the Washington football team franchise, gauging interest in certain team names. And I'm going to run down the list of names that I've collected just from what I've seen, uh, mainly on social media. And, and I may not have them all, but here are the names that I understand are being released on uh, this survey to, to try to gauge what the fan base thinks of these names. And they're, of course, the Washington Presidents, Monarchs, Red Wolves, Ambassadors, Riders, Demon Cats, Majors, Red Hogs, Royals, Anchors, Icons, Brigade, Red Tails, Archers, Aces, Razorbacks, Beacons, Defenders, Belters, Griffins, Warriors, Armada, Rising, Swifts, Commanders, Pilots, Rubies, Renegades, Presidents, Wild Hogs, Aviators, Wayfarers, and ambassadors there are some other alternate uh, team names as well the washington dc football club or dcfc for short uh the first city football club fcfc for short washington football team is of course an option as well washington 32 fc which i guess would be w32 uh for short washington football club or washington capital city club again not probably not all the names uh, that are on this survey but certainly a heavy dose of them uh, and just kind of going through them, I mean, going to kind of the the renaming structure, you have more of a more of a kind of a European uh, soccer feel to, to some of these names. Um, I like Washington D.C. Football Club out of all of them, probably DCFC. Uh, I mean, that's something that kind of rolls off the tongue and would be good for branding, I think, as well. Uh, some other good ones on here. I think my favorite I've already kind of said is probably Red Wolves. I know a lot of fans uh, that I've read on on social media really want to try to keep uh, the R in there somewhere, either you know, a red something or like the riders, that's kind of where that gets in, you know, Royals uh, is getting some support because of that, because then you can keep, you know, the hashtag, uh, the hashtag HTTR and, and all that kind of stuff. There's some of the fan traditions uh, that go, that surround the franchise are, are very important, you know, and, and then obviously keeping the color scheme, which that's kind of where I, I have a little bit of problem with something, especially some of these, these more militaristic ones uh, like anchors. When you think anchors, you obviously think maritime, you think Navy, you know, Navy's colors are blue and gold. So, I mean, it, if you rename the team the Washington Anchors, but you have it still say Burgundy and Gold, which I think you would want, 
is it really going to fit? I mean, and at the end of the day, I suppose, really, you know, once it becomes a thing and, and you see it and you hear it for a while, it just kind of becomes what it is and uh, nobody's going to really worry about it too much. I'm not a huge fan of Monarchs just because for me, uh, go, again, going back to my Europe, your, my days living in Europe, I think of the London Monarchs, you know, and um, the, the blue, red, and gold color scheme that they had. Again, you wouldn't uh, necessarily, you know, stick with the burgundy and gold, but I think they would probably stick with the Burgundy Eagle, and then some people have mentioned too monarchs. Like we don't have monarchs here. We don't. We're we're not a we're not that type of a government here. So I mean, it, it doesn't really necessarily fit. And you know, having the team in the nation's capital called called the monarchs, uh, I've seen some people on social media. They don't really sit well with that. I think if I had to pick some of my least favorite, I wouldn't want to go with Washington presidents. I just you know I, I don't I don't necessarily. Uh, feel really good with that wayfarers. I think that's kind of Washington wayfarers is just a little bit too much. Uh, to say, I mean, you know, just it just doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Washington 32 FC uh, again is kind of too much. And then W32, I don't like. I get kind of the the connotation with uh, the original, you know, the team that started in Boston that eventually moved to Washington started uh, in 32. So I get the, the historic meaning behind it. I just don't think personally it kind of sits with me very well. And then yeah, on top of Red Wolves. Uh, I think some of my favorite, I mean, Washington football team, honestly, has it's kind of grown on me, but I would like to see them have like a mascot based name. Uh, so other than Red Wolves, which I think is still is still my favorite looking at this list. Uh, Warriors is not necessarily a bad one. And then Riders, I don't know why, like honestly, just Washington Riders just kind of uh, fits with me. Maybe it's it's maybe it's a little nostalgia after the passing of rapper DMX, you know, maybe uh, having having grown up with DMX in, in the background of my childhood. Uh, maybe that's where that's coming from. But a lot of interesting names, a lot of interesting options uh, that people have been voicing their opinion on who they've selected. And for those who haven't received the survey, uh, kind of voicing their opinions on who they would have selected had they get, been given the opportunity. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that on the other side of our first break. Uh, Pat McAfee actually talked about this very topic on his show and mentioned an exchange he had with team president Jason Wright. So we'll hear from Pat about that. But first, we're going to talk to you about this episode being brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at a fair price point. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece they're the perfect way to bring light into her life, and they're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. I checked these out myself, guys, and I'm blown away by the beautiful, simple ring from Lola Fenhurst. The symbolism on it is just really cool. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. The all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with a Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts back now for segment two here, wrapping up the week of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I am David Harrison, Chris Russell. My normal co-host is off for today's episode, but you can still find him on Twitter at Russellmania621. Find me at dharrison82, and of course, find the show at LockedWFTPod. Like I mentioned at the end of segment one there, Pat McAfee was also talking about some of the team names being circulated on social media that the team sent out in survey fashion to certain fans and kind of chimed in with his own opinion. But he also talked about a conversation or an exchange he recently had with Washington football team president 
Jason Wright. So let's listen to that audio now. Ask Jason Wright. I said, are these the finalists? And he responds to me with an incredibly intelligent statement. While there are some specific names on the survey that are getting traction and seem like viable options, the point is to test the types of names fans and potential fans are generally into and which they are allergic to. Strong negative reaction to categories of names is very helpful for us as well as we go forward. You gotta remember, this is a billion-dollar organization who is trying to rename itself in a very established league that prides itself on a legacy and being around a long time. This is not going to be an easy task no matter what the name is somebody's going to hate they're trying to figure out all potential outcomes seeking the public's approval i think is absolutely genius all steps are meaningful he says he doesn't have any time basically for bullshit you know so it's like they're they're trying to figure this out and uh I absolutely love that you're actually, you know, because a lot of people say it's about the fans. We appreciate our fans. We want to hear from our fans. And then normally that's a lot of lip service. It feels like over there they're like, hey, listen, we know this is going to be a big deal for everybody. Let's go ahead and try to at least test the temperature of uh, how the water is in certain parts of this thing. And no matter what name they pick, you know, like you're never going to make everybody happy. You're just hoping to get something that seems to fit. And then in – Five, six months from now, it's like you never think of it. You, you don't think of it again. It's like, yeah, that's just who they are. And by the way, I think the NFL has a funny way of doing that. I mean, we're calling it the Washington football team as if it was normal last year. Yeah, it was awesome, yeah. actually. It, yeah, and we're like, yeah, Washington hey, football team. It actually said football, football team. Whose football team got this weekend? <laughs> yeah, oh, it actually became something. I almost want to. I almost beat the Super Bowl champions, actually. It's unbelievable. Just keep it. They might as well keep it now. Well, that's – I actually, yeah. I think midway through the season, I was like, is this just the name going forward because of how easy it was just coming off the tongue to talk about? Uh, I assume that they would like to have some sort of mascot or something, not just a – I would assume they would want to have a brand name. I, I just yeah. would – I don't know. Not the football team isn't. And DCFC is dope. Let's- All right, so, again, that was a clip from the Pat McAfee show, Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk. Uh, talking about the team name and then the exchange that uh, Pat had there with team president Jason Wright. And, and you heard there uh, at the end of that clip, I don't know if you caught it, but he, uh, Pat McAfee, is a supporter of Washington, D.C. Football Club, uh, DCFC for short. So if you submitted that one or if you're a supporter of that one, you also have Pat McAfee in your corner uh, for whatever that's worth. And, and listen, from you know, I agree with what, what McAfee said there about Jason Wright, about what the franchise is doing and how they're approaching this team name change. Uh, and I also agree with what A.J. Hawk said. You're not going to make everybody happy. And again, uh, perusing through social media, through Facebook, through Twitter, and people responding to some of the name options. Uh, I think I can honestly tell you that I've seen supporters for pretty much all of these names, but I've also seen detractors for a lot of the names. And then you still have a part of the fan base that is angry about the fact that the team has changed its name uh, in general, just even to the Washington football team as a temporary placeholder, which could potentially become the permanent name after this uh, this, ch- this name change is, is, is completed. And, and there's going to be parts of the fan base that are always upset about that or don't like it or don't support it, you know, and and, and everybody is uh, entitled to their own opinion and, and all that stuff. But the team has made it clear they are moving forward. They're not moving backwards. So there is going to be a new team name, whether Washington football team becomes solidified or if it's one of these other options. And I agree. I think they're doing it the right way. Not, you're not going to make the entire fan base happy, but you can at least get a gauge, you know, if 80% of the, of the surveyed fans select a red wolves or red tails, uh, as an option, then it, it becomes very clear that they want, uh, you know, that color red kind of being a symbol of what this team is and kind of that's how you kind of connect the, the past with the future. Or if it's just, you know, Royals, 
Red Wolves uh, riders, and, and you know you kind of notice that that R really is kind of is, is the main focus, or maybe there's a militaristic militaristic theme. So that kind of shows you that the, that the fan base uh, really appreciates that that future or that militaristic tie to the Washington D.C. area and to the franchise. So uh, I think they're going about it a very smart way. I think maybe some of you, if you haven't heard Jason Wright say something like that before, it might be the first time you're realizing uh, that this is also an exercise in your psychology. The team name you pick just isn't as simple as picking a team name. It also speaks to your psychology as a fan and as a representative of the fan base. So a lot of interesting stuff there. And, you know, no matter what, kind of like AJ said, you know, six months, seven months after uh, the new team name is revealed and the logo is revealed and the branding starts happening and the distribution starts happening, uh, it's going to become normal. It's going to become, you know, business as usual. Uh, as they like to say, and eventually it will just be what the team name is. Of course, speaking about things changing within the team, uh, team owner Dan Snyder has more power than ever, uh, but he's not done. You know, the investigation is still going on or is yet to be released. The results of it anyway have yet to be released. But Dan Snyder also not done in court defending himself or at least defending the process uh, that led to a lot of these investigations and allegations. And according to multiple reports, I'm specifically going to talk about the ESPN report from John Kime, though, but there are, in fact, multiple reports coming out there about Dan Snyder filing a lawsuit in a California Central District Court against former team president Bruce Allen. Now, in the suit, Snyder is hoping to go through all of Allen's text messages and documents, which allegedly led to the negative reports against him, which we've all been talking about really ever since. And specifically, according to Kime, this is related to Snyder's lawsuit against MEAWW, which Kime mentions wrote several allegations against Snyder, which then preceded the Washington Post publishing of stories regarding sexual harassment against former team employees, which helped spark a lot of the things that have happened in the last year or so. In his own write-up, Kime quoted the filing as stating, despite Allen's quote-unquote, or quote, prominent position and hands-on role in running the team, during the time period discussed in many of these negative articles, respondents' name rarely, if ever, was mentioned in these articles and was completely absent from the defamatory articles at issue. All of this, of course, is being linked as the precursor to the current investigation being conducted into Snyder, of which we all anxiously await the results of. It's just one more drop in the bucket of Dan Snyder news. Not as negative as some other Dan Snyder news has been in the past, but definitely not a positive. Of course, you don't want your favorite franchise being in the news for these types of reasons anyway, but... It is the situation that everybody is in. It's the situation that Dan Snyder is in. And it's the situation the franchise is in the middle of as they get ready for the NFL draft. There's also going to be eyes and ears turned to this issue uh, as well. But it looks like the team leadership, Ron Rivera, Jason Wright, the Martys, everybody, they're just they're all kind of focused on their job, on their role in the franchise, what they have to do to try to bring this team back uh, to the glory that it once had. And it looks to be well on the way to recapturing as well with young studs like Chase Young, and quarterbacks like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who aren't going to be part of the long-term future for the franchise, of course, but seems to have the team's best interest at heart for the time that he is going to be with the Washington football team. So we'll continue to turn or keep our eyes and ears on that story as well. And of course, Ron Rivera speaking with the media today, Friday, as you're listening to this episode, as this episode publishes anyway. So we'll see what he says about the NFL draft and about uh, free agency and just the team in general, and maybe even the team name situation going on might get some new information from him or some new thoughts from him about that as we get closer to uh, hopefully a new team name being selected sooner rather i think everybody would agree you'd rather you know know what it's going to be moving forward but i mean chris has made the point too you know the second they announce the new team name if it's not washington football team all that washington football team uh, merchandise i don't want to say it becomes worthless 
But I think the sales of Washington football team merchandise is probably going to dip once they announce a new team name. So I wouldn't expect a new team name announcement anytime soon. That's just kind of the way the business goes. You don't always get what you want, but I'll tell you what, if you go to builtbar.com, you're going to find something you want there. And then when you find that, you can always order that and get what you want because it's the best tasting protein bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar with some amazing flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp and that's just to name some of them all the bars are covered in 100 chocolate they're soft and they're easy to chew plus they're healthy they're great for the health conscious person whether you're trying to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat built bars are low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for the keto diet all you got to do to get involved is go to builtbar.com use the promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your next order again that's promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com Today's episode of Locked On Washington Football Team is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NFL draft prop bets are going up. Basketball action is still ongoing. Hockey is going. Major League Baseball is in full swing now. There are awards, TV shows, and reality TV even covered at BetOnline.ag. They've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. When you sign up, when you sign up, look around, see if anything piques your interest. If it does, you make that first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get a fifty percent welcome bonus. Again, that's promo code Locked On for a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. April 19th through the 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Michael Lombardi, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your home for all the sports podcast music and news that you that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Wrapping up the week here, the Lockdown Washington football team podcast, David Harrison coming at you. My co-host, Chris Russell, is off for today's episode, but you can still find him on Twitter at Russellmania621. Find the show at Pod and find me at dharrison82. Now, on yesterday's episode, Chris and I shared some audio with you uh, from Samus Reyes, the new Washington football team tight end, his, his first media session uh, with local media members here in the D.C. area and, and a lot of good things from Samus there. But he also sat down with Julie, Julie Donaldson uh, for an interview and that there was a video of that was shared, which was shared on Twitter, if I can get the words out. And I wanted to make sure that all of you got a chance to listen to that. So let's play that for you right now. Here is new Washington football team tight end Samus Reyes with Julie Donaldson. Uh, you've been training here in Washington and in the area. Kind of what have you been up to while doing that? Yeah, so it's been getting up, training. Uh, like I was telling some of the guys before, you know, I had to do DoorDash for five months during COVID because, you know, I, I, I was training people for basketball, but I couldn't train them because of COVID. So I had to figure out a way to make money, and I thought DoorDash was the best, uh, you know, thing to do. Just because you know, you pick up the food, you get in the car, and then you don't have to see anybody. And then you know, it gave me time to listen to podcasts and just think. So it would be get up 6 a.m., go to the gym, work out until 10, get on the road for lunchtime. Uh, then like three to five or three to six is not a great, or three to five is not a great time for DoorDash. So go back to the gym and then back to doing some DoorDash uh, during, during the dinner time. All right. So again, that was Samus Reyes speaking with Julie Donaldson. Uh, Samus, the new Washington football team tight end. And, and I don't know if you guys heard, but he mentioned that he spent a lot of that time listening to podcasts. And he also mentioned 
in, in the press conference with with the media and meeting with the media yesterday or the other day that he was he was a fan of the Washington football. He wanted to stay in D.C., that he was a fan here. And so I'm wondering if Samus ever listened to the show or if he is a listener to the show. So Samus, if you're a listener to the show, brother, hit us up. Let us know. We'd love to have you on the show, of course. Good luck to you as well. If you're listening, listen, Samus, uh, you know, there, there's still a lot of speculation. There's a lot of, you know, what ifs and all this other stuff. What we do know about Samus Reyes is he's extremely athletic, extremely talented. He's obviously someone who can learn, who's willing to be coached, willing to be taught and can learn because his life story and how he got to this point already shows you that. And even if you don't necessarily think he's going to become, you know, the next great tight end uh, in NFL history or in Washington football team franchise history, he just seems like a really good dude with a really good work ethic, the type of person that you want to see succeed in this life. So hopefully, you know, even if you have your doubts or concerns or, you know, apprehensions about whether or not Samus Reyes is going to become the next big star of the Washington football team franchise, hopefully you can root for him from a human being standpoint because he seems like the type of human being worth uh, rooting for. And, and I'll tell you, if you if you received a door, like there might be some of you sitting out there who said, man, I really recognize that guy. Like when you saw him, you know, getting announced to the team room, maybe you saw the Florida Pro Day, you might have said to yourself, man, I really recognize him and I don't know why, you know, I can't really place it. He may have he may have delivered food to your doorstep, and I mean, if you did the non con the no contact delivery, maybe you only saw him through the window or something like that. But you may recognize it because he may have been one of your your dashers uh, one day. So you know, from from that connection to the NFL field, uh, something that you can relate to. So great story by him. I love hearing about grinders. You know what I mean? Grinders, uh, those are the great, the great people in the world. So if you're out there grinding as well, please continue to do so. And like I mentioned in the top of the show, sometimes we get comments from our listeners uh, who talk about our grind as Chris uh, continues to grind his SI.com, his Team 980 radio job, this show, his family responsibilities. I also continue to grind my responsibilities here, my responsibilities in Buccaneers coverage, uh, my responsibilities in some other projects I've got going. And then, of course, I'm a husband. I've got children as well. So a lot of, a lot going on in everybody's life. Uh, so we appreciate those who appreciate us as well. And we want to show that appreciation back to you by putting your words on this show and this latest review that I'm going to read. Again, we're trying to catch up a little bit. This one came in early April. Uh, the username put on here is just a bunch of letters, H-R-B-R-H-H-H, uh, et cetera. So I don't think it's your actual username and it's probably not your name name, um, but you know who you are probably. This is the review they wrote. Quotes, you have made me a fan. So I've been listening for a few months and I love the podcast. Chris, I don't know why you think people hate you. You're one of the best out there. David is filled with football knowledge and has great analysis on everything. Chris, you have these moments in the podcast that make me rewind and listen again because they're so good. I have recommended to other WFT fans as well. Go WFT. So Mr. or Mrs. H is what I'm going to call you based on your username. Greatly appreciate that. I'm going to make sure uh, Chris likes to listen to the shows that he's not on anyway, but I'm going to make doubly sure I'm going to shoot him a text message when I'm done here and tell him to make sure that he listens. He's going to appreciate those words uh, from you as well. And, and I agree uh, that Chris, you know, I've been listening to the show since before I joined it as a co-host. Uh, so I agree that I've, I've enjoyed this show for a while now, listening Chris to Chris's insight. And I appreciate your kind words uh, about me as well. And that's going to lead me and segue back into the end of this episode. And, and guys, we're going to wrap it all up with Sam is race. He's the, he's a story of the week, right? The newest edition. And again, just a great guy, but he's also a very appreciative guy. He had some words to share with you, the fans of the Washington football team on Twitter. And I know that not everybody who listens to podcasts has Twitter is on Twitter is very active on Twitter. So in case you didn't hear it on social media, I wanted to make sure that all of you heard the words from your new tight end. So that's how we're going to close out the week. That's how we're going to close out this show are with is with words from new Washington football team tight end Samus Reyes. 
Until we speak again, Chris and I will be back next week. So please, if you're out and about, be safe, be healthy, be kind to one another. And thank you for joining me at the Lockdown Washington Football Team Podcast. Find me on Twitter at dharrison82. Find Chris at WrestleMania621. Find the show at LockWFT. Now here to send you into the weekend is Samus Reyes. Hey, Washington, it's Samus Reyes here. It's a true honor to be a part of this team. I'm looking forward to getting on the field and showing you guys what I can do. It's a, a true opportunity, and thank you so much, fans, for all the love that you guys have shown me on, on social media. Thank you.